0: okay
1: what's up fucker
0: what's up fucker
1: not much uh wait you were just saying you went and watched Hairspray I
0: went and saw Hairspray yesterday at the Paramount um it's one of my favorite movies of all time the John Waters movie and it's just it was just really good I've uh Jerry Stiller is my favorite guy you know that um I have an entire (laughs) forearm huh
1: George she stands as dead yeah
0: yeah yeah he's a he's my favorite person um i have like a whole forearm serenity now tattoo oh yeah gonna, I forgot. remember it was gonna be small and then everyone convinced me to when i was drinking to get it bigger <laughs> 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 it went from being like a little quote to being my whole forearm um in the course of an hour while we went from mug shots to the tattoo parlor um, but i was watching it and jerry stiller is just so funny and i was thinking about the scene where the The blonde bitch is like she's got roaches in her hair and Divine goes, no, she's a clean teen. <laughs> <laughs> but just Jerry Stiller just yelling like Jerry Stiller throughout the movie is really good, but he's also such a loving father. It's just a really good movie. I love John Waters. Yeah, and I think that the uh, Paramount audience um, we know what that de- demographic is, right? All of our <laughs> nice, rich, white, liberal uh, homies in Austin last night uh, forgot some of the language and and uh, that it was a John Waters movie. Because um, there were some pretty funny gasps uh, at certain points with some of the the phrases that they toss around <laughs> in that movie, and I was like, "Yeah, it's John Waters. He's the king of filth." <laughs> like. <laughs> like i know you donate monthly to the theater but like you go, it's a john waters movie
1: yeah that's like a that's the fancy theater so it's like old people and shit right
0: yeah it's a it was an old movie palace and it's now it's where they have like festivals and big comics and bands and stuff i, I mean myself i saw the alan parsons project there uh just a little while back I feel like
1: when I lived in Austin, the only time I could ever get into the Paramount was like when like someone I knew worked there or something. But that was always like I'm not supposed to be in here.
0: <laughs> I go there all the time now because uh, I uh, I do jokes there sometimes now. And uh, but the summer film series is so nice because it's so hot and they play classics and play lots of like weird stuff and like for matinees during the day. Oh, uh, cool. It's yeah, it's really awesome because they've got like opera boxes and gilded ceilings and like, uh, you know, frescoes everywhere. And there's all sorts of like old dreamy Hollywood photos of like Bernadette Peters and Don Rickles and <laughs> stuff like people that have performed there everywhere. But damn yeah.
1: fucker, that's cool,
0: Don Rickles
1: i love him mr warmth
0: yeah when you walk mr warmth when you walk out of the women's restroom there's just a nice big framed picture of don rickles
1: uh (laughs) when you walk out of the women's restroom yeah
0: upstairs
1: i I remark on it every
0: time because it makes me laugh every time it's so (laughs) oddly placed it's like what is that doing there
1: yeah that's cool man um I don't know why this reminded me of that, but Pee-wee Herman died. Well, Paul Rubens died. Paul Jesus Rubens
0: Christ. died. Yeah, that fucked me up, man. I know, still kind of like a
1: Pee-wee person. I was, Do I, I was see? Yeah, I dies. am. Little... I'm like, is oh no, Avery. <laughs> yeah,
0: I did get some texts uh, <laughs> asking if I was all right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that fucked me up. But I just didn't. I didn't know he was sick, and obviously, he kept that. Hidden and that statement that he his estate release was like really sweet where he apologized for like hiding it or whatever. But like, you know, people want to go through stuff privately. Uh, but it like it was just really sad because he is such a what a perfect character and a perfect world. <laughs> that he's old so cool. Pee Wee, man. It, that shit just rules. <laughs> Pee- Big Top Pee Wee is so good. People <laughs> hate on Big Top Pee Wee, and I just watched it. Benicio del Toro's first movie. Wow. He's the he's the wolf boy, and I would still he could still get it as the
1: wolf boy. (laughs) Did you know, uh, fucking Pee Wee's Playhouse? Just like the the weird ass like Uh kids show he made. uh, That was like where um, Lawrence Fishburne came from. Yes,
0: yeah. Well, it it started as a live show. Um, uh, Phil Hartman and uh Paul Rubens like developed Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like the uh, yeah. um yeah, and like that was, it was a stage show. But um yeah, Damn, Lawrence Fishburne dead. is the Cowboys cow- um and then uh there's like do you remember uh, my mom worked at this the children's theater? Um and I told you about that in San Antonio, and one of the yeah. actors there, his name was Victor, that I remember as a kid, he was the soccer player on Pee Wee's Playhouse. I knew Whoa. one of the guys. Yeah. Isn't that cool?
1: That's crazy. And then
0: there's Miss Yvonne and Cherry. Yeah. Um, there's a really great story that I read from somebody. I can't remember what it was, but their kids, it was some comic or something and their kids got to meet Paul Rubens and they were of like a certain age. They were like seven and they were super obsessed with Pee Wee's Playhouse and he knew that the kids were coming back. So he told the puppeteer to stay in the chair so that when they came back, they could actually meet Cherry. And like the kids got a hug from motherfucking Cherry, <laughs> like, and it didn't spoil the like the illusion at all. And so those children had like Paul Rubens himself gave them like a magical moment of hanging out with like the actual with actually with Cherry, you know?
1: That's crazy. Just what
0: a nice man, <laughs> like, what a good dude. He could, you know, say what you will about. The trouble he got in but like what else are you supposed to do in a theater like that you know
1: but jack- oh that's bullshit it's they're are always bullshit. For some reason people are always king. trying to take down he was, he a, was a king maybe- among men <laughs> like sense. fuck
0: you guys <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> he was a king <laughs> you guys could fucking suck it he could jack off wherever he wants
1: dude I don't know what like <laughs> he did but like if for some reason they were just always trying to nail him to the wall and it was like like that thing was crazy because it was like Yo, we're the internet.
0: Well, it was I, 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 It was like evangelicals, right? It was like church people.
1: I guess it must have that been. That were going
0: after him to like pin him down. Um, And it was like a public indecency charge at a jack-off theater. Great. Like, that's where, where you're, supposed you're supposed to, to do off? that. It's like
1: there's a side of the wall. Uh, like
0: literally, like that's what you do there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's like, yeah. also, there was also another thing years later where they tried to stick him for child pornography and it like you have to like read about it to figure out like what exactly happened that is like not actually true because yeah. he was in possession of some weird shit he bought from like a museum or something and then you could technically you know oh they
0: yeah, wanted yeah. to label it as child porn but it was like but it was a, like, like a not. photograph of like people <laughs> somewhere or something yeah
1: yeah, but know. like no, he was a threat to the establishment, man. Yeah. So for some reason, they fucking wanted him crazy. So anyway, a uh, he- hero, you know. A hero. Uh, Pouring out for fucking Pee-wee. Uh, we should Rocking. we should get into it. We got yeah, some let's good. Do it. King of the Hill,
0: season one, episode three.
1: Oh, uh, welcome to dang old podcast. I guess we should do that. Oh yeah. <laughs> we just got cooking as soon as we hit the mics today. Let's do proper podcast shit. Welcome to Dang Old Podcast. I'm Jake Flores. That's Avery Moore.
0: Did you burp just now?
1: I did. You I'm said sorry. I said my name
0: through a burp. That was beautiful. <laughs> it was really I, impressive. I said
1: your name like that. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> Avery Moore.
0: That's like, yeah. With, I like to burp the alphabet, but I can't say stuff. So that's pretty, pretty impressive.
1: It's pretty gross. Um,
0: it's those nuggets. But I did it. It's
1: those nuggets. Into, into a microphone. It's nuggets. We both had nuggets today. We
0: both had Wendy's
1: nuggets. It's an insane coincidence.
0: Brain fuel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fuel for talking about the greatest TV show of all time. So this episode today, the third episode of season one, it's called The Order of the Straight Arrow.
0: Yeah.
1: Very funny. A, another,
0: I think we're going to find ourselves saying this a lot, another iconic episode
1: it's crazy it's it's crazy how
0: they are just i really i've like we said before i've been watching it out of sequence um like revisiting it for a while now but like now that we're watching it all the way through i'm just like what what (laughs) like these are these moments that like (laughs) that i can literally pick out of thin air when i think about king of the hill and they're all happening in the first three episodes
1: Yeah there's a meme we'll get to in this one That I'm like oh I I think about this All the time
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well this is Yeah this is (laughs) Wimitanya
1: Camp (laughs)
0: Wimitanya
1: Yeah it's like a It's a fucking Boy Scout uh, Yeah it's like that It's
0: like that movie with Jonathan Taylor Thomas
1: I don't know which one you're talking about
0: And is it Chevy Chase Or Tim Allen well, it was one of those like kids movies where they went to like the uh, little boy camp and it was <laughs> the little boy camp and it was like uh, Native American theme.
1: I heard Pee Wee Herman went to the little boy camp. Okay.
0: It's... <laughs> but that was a thing back then. Like, spirit, <laughs> like Indian guides and stuff. Like that's what they would like. Boy Scouts did this.
1: No, totally. That's why it's they just really pretended like to the... be
0: Native Americans for a weekend.
1: <laughs> the thi- the like the thing that they're kind of joking about in this episode, where they just like disrespect the shit out of John Redcorn's like actual religion or whatever, yeah. is very funny because that just that shit. I don't even want to use the past tense. It probably still happens like a lot, you know? Yeah. Um. Well, let's see. Let's let's get into it. It Max. starts off first section or first scene is in the alley. Uh, it's the the guys they're reminiscing about camping trip that they went on as a kid called the order of the St- uh, straight arrow uh again for some reason we get a lot of this like weird cotton. flashback to cotton before he's ever really introduced in the show uh i think that's young- cool
0: like we like he becomes this i think it's um i've been think actually thinking about that i think it's because of like the reveal even though you see him like uh without like his shins or whatever he's like already like little and stuff in the in the the flashbacks like they're just building him up as this like monumental character so that when he finally like rolls through in his like cadillac or whatever with that lady and their like new baby or whatever happens later down everyone's watched this right i'm just spoiling everything Um, oh
1: the spoilers if you're spoilers if you've never
0: watched this thing (laughs) sorry um yeah i'm not good at uh podcasts um
1: that's okay we'll figure it out
0: it's fine um but what was I saying? Yeah, like I think that they're doing it on purpose. They're like building up cotton because he does come in like a Mack truck.
1: Yeah, and like the first time you see him, it is like all the more powerful because he's, yeah. he's been alluded to all this stuff.
0: Yeah, because he's a fucking psycho. <laughs>
1: <laughs> totally. Um. So very funny seeing a flashback to the four guys. All yeah, they all look the children. same. <laughs> yeah, they always look like the giant heads and shit. <laughs>
0: Uh, but it's but it's like their faces they didn't the only person that they kind of um age down in their facial features is hank and everyone else it's just their regular faces on kids bodies
1: yeah the other weird thing you get like that is that you see all of their dads i I mean cotton is cotton but the rest of them are just old scary versions of the, yeah. the guys already. Well, it's like, yeah, all... like
0: Beavis and Butthead, like when they find their dads and they're just like shitty roadie versions of themselves and they talk about banging the two sluts in the town and then like don't make the <laughs> connection that it's their mom's. And they like fart and like their fart on fire, remember? Yeah. <laughs> Around the desert in Las Vegas. It was like uh, us when we were on tour. <laughs> when man. we found our dads.
1: it's just a judge this is a old avery smoking
0: just an old avery with like a huge pot belly and like (laughs) like stained yellow fingers (laughs)
1: like
0: like jack daniels like bandana
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah Yeah, for some reason mike judge is really good at that like old scary trashy people yeah. Love it. Um <clears throat> so Cotton is like uh threatening everyone and stuff, and then there's this kid named Eustace who is like some nerdy kid and he's threat he's yelling at him about the silent stick, because there's this thing called the silence stick, and if you're holding it, you're not supposed to talk or whatever. Yeah. Um and, and he disappoints
0: he- him. He says something some like real traumatic thing to him, right? <laughs> he's like he's like this failure failure will follow you for the rest of your miserable life now go get me a beer
1: yeah yeah now go get me a beer
0: (laughs) just like just fucks him up for the rest of his life with one comment he's like now go get me a fucking
1: yeah um and then young Boomhauer goes uh like like the four of them walk off and i think hank thinks that snipe hunting is real yeah, Because that's the point, it's to trick kids into thinking they're going to hunt something called a snipe. And then young Boomhauer goes like, nah, man, we're going to get snackered, and he like pulls out some farm out- wine.
0: It's No, it's Bloody Mary Mix.
1: Oh.
0: <laughs> you know, it looks <laughs> like the color's off, and if you read the label, it's <laughs> Bloody Mary Mix, <laughs> and Bill takes the first poll, and he's like... Like, he says, I'm gonna drink this every day when I get
1: older. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. I didn't know. Dale that. says
0: I'm gonna live in London. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm gonna live in London and be a rich millionaire at my enemy's shot or something.
0: Yeah, and then Hank just says he wants to sell propane. <laughs> <laughs> he says, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna sell propane and propane accessories if my grades are good enough. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so good, oh man! Uh, Boom Bauer doesn't say anything. Notice that
1: interesting. Hmm. I noticed that he said "snackered," which I think is a hilarious way to say. Drunk. Yeah,
0: and then when they when when they come out of the flashback, like when they come out of the room, and I said, Bill is like, "Uh, uh," he goes, "I'm so depressed, I can't even blink."
1: And then the episode just starts like yeah. insanely. <laughs> Like, it's, dour
0: line. <laughs> they just flashback from their childhood, reminiscing, talking about the good times. <laughs> Bill, I was like, man, Bill is me.
1: <laughs> like, <laughs> I feel <laughs> yeah.
0: like, what a line. I'm so depressed, I can't even blink. <laughs>
1: I can't even blink. <laughs>
0: and he's just staring. His eyes are all wide.
1: <laughs> and then the fucking guitar just comes in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it just moves on. Oh, poor Bill.
1: Oh man, it's so funny. It's like too real, you know? But then it just yeah. goes right back to being funny. So you're like, oh, "I'm not going to think about it too hard."
0: Yeah, that's exactly it.
1: <laughs> um let's see. Uh My
0: handwriting on my notes is terrible for this episode. I don't know no, what I was too. doing. I think I was eating nuggets. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So uh I think what happens is a cut next to the guys back in the alley. They're talking about the snipe hunting trip, they're reminiscing about it. Uh Dale is saying stuff like my father taught me the most valuable lesson ever when I was growing up. Never trust anyone. This is how I know Bob Dole's fake uh is faking that dead arm.
0: Yeah, I really <laughs> laughed about that. I know.
1: He's so crazy um Boomhauer is saying like uh oh because at one point somebody brings up like okay there's still going to be like jokes right like practical jokes um Boomhauer's like yeah dang old fucking uh hand in a glass of water man it's classic you know uh-huh because they're talking about how they're going to take their kids on the trip that they all love or whatever, yeah. right so then john redcorn shows up uh, this has, this yeah.
0: rules Pulls up in his badass fucking jeep And they're like oh let's ask John Redcorn a, what does he say about that Funny Indian stuff
1: Yeah and you're just verse. like
0: God damn it
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's but they so ask, offensive
0: They ask John Redcorn And then before, without skipping a beat He cuts everybody off and goes Of course I would take care of your wife <laughs> Over the weekend <laughs> <laughs> Yeah and he's like, uh, Dale goes, uh, okay, but um, and he just like doesn't even get it. Again, just goes right over his head.
1: Yeah, and so then he starts telling them. Um, he, like they ask him about, oh, well, tell us about some of your like sacred ritual, you know, nonsense or whatever. And he's like, he's telling them about them. He's telling them about this thing called the spirit bag ceremony uh, with you know the god Wi and they're yeah. like wim-a, wim-a, you know <laughs> um, <laughs> and he says well no i mean you shouldn't borrow it because it's very sacred and they go like no we'll take sacred <laughs> it's okay
0: uh, they don't understand at all no no that's fine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like <laughs> uh.
1: That just sets up the entire, like, not the nine million times someone says Wimitanya in this episode. And it just, yeah, there's zero reverence
0: for any of this. Uh, The car ride is really funny out to the campsite.
1: Yeah, because they turn into a game somehow. Um, Oh, they just
0: keep saying Wimitanya over, (laughs) like, finding different ways to refer to the spirit and refer to Wimitanya. But Bobby saying Wimitanya is like, my favorite thing, like it made me <laughs> smile and laugh so much during. I watched it a couple of times. Just Wimontanye. He's <laughs> <It's> just like <laughs> it's so cute and good.
1: Is that even the name? Like, did they fuck up the name and change it or something? I feel like he said something else, kind of. They're just Wimontanye. All right.
0: Yeah. Oh. Um, uh, yeah. I think it's Wimitanye. Oh. Um, I bet. But maybe John Redcorn said something different, and they all just butcher it, and then it just becomes that.
1: That's kind of what I think happened, but I can't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. It doesn't matter. Um there's <laughs> a really funny scene after this where Bobby and Joseph are like wearing their Boy Scout uniforms and they're talking about the trip and Bobby's like, uh, I'm worried I'm not gonna earn this, the the snipe hunting badge, but I did like a good job earning my sewing badge, and then it cut like shows him that his sewing badge is like falling off. Yeah. Of
0: his... <laughs> it's a good sight gag. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And then Joseph says, "You oh, because Peggy like busts in and says something." Joseph says, "You have the coolest mom. She smells like miracle (laughs) whip."
0: What a weird little boy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um. Let's see. At some point, Hank uh sees Eustace when they uh when they're like, they're I don't remember when this happens, but he goes. He's talking about that Eustace guy who's grown up now, and he's just like yeah. a character in Arlen. And he says, can you imagine how I would have turned out if my dad had loved me no matter what? <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a loser.
0: That guy's a well-adjusted loser.
1: <laughs> uh, okay, so this B-plot starts developing in the side of this whole episode, this really, is the feat. This is the what?
0: Is this the? Is this like the
1: the Peggy thing? Yeah, the
0: Peggy thing. Yeah, the she's feat.
1: wearing a robe when she's like seeing them off, and like their car doesn't start. Like, she, yeah. Hank goes like, "Oh, I gotta cha- you know charge the battery. It's gonna add a couple hours to this trip." She's like, "No, no, 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 no fuck you!" Pushes the car so that it like you can you know kickstart it or whatever while you're yeah. There in neutral and like uh she's wearing a robe and she's going no you know i i don't want you guys i'm so sad you're leaving but clearly she's like trying to get them out of pushing
0: them out of the house
1: when they leave she takes off the robe and reveals she's fully clothed underneath and she has like a plan to jump in the car and go do something which is like yeah we don't know yet what it is yet it's very weird um this is where one of my favorite memes comes from, which is while they're driving and doing the, we Met game. And, uh, you know, I guess it's like Simon says, they're saying like, yeah, you know, we met, you have to say, we met before you say anything. And after really, I don't know where Dale moons them from like the other car. <laughs> <laughs> they drive by and he has his ass out. He's hanging out the window. Cause I guess this is probably something he did like when they were kids or whatever. Yeah. And Bill is driving. And, uh, it's hilarious, but then they take a curve, and he, his ass gets scraped by a bunch of bushes and stuff.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. So, I saved a couple really funny memes. Um, some some King of the Hill memes for later.
1: Oh, nice. Um, there's um this,
0: the 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 main one that I wanted to talk about for later is. Uh, you know, everyone's like talking about like making this a live action. Like, everyone has wanted King of the Hill to be live action for a while. Like, the, the speculations about like they should do a movie or whatever. And it's just like all of these casting memes, like what people, who people would cast. And then, like, just like real normal people stuff, you know? Like, because <laughs> most of the, like we were talking about before, most of the King of the Hill memes are pretty twisted, but I found some pretty pure, um, wholesome ones.
1: So. They run the gamut from twisted, twisted. to to <laughs> wholesome and sweet, yeah. I think. Um. So at some point during the car, Hank hands out silent sticks, which for some reason now well, are slim jims.
0: Yeah, they, yeah, they don't have the sticks anymore, but because they keep playing the women Tanya game, and he can't take it anymore. Like they keep saying women Tanya, so he. Gives them the sticks, but like Bobby just can't. (laughs) He doesn't understand. He's like, all right, now I'm going to give you these sticks. And if you get five bites taken out of them, you're out of the game. (laughs) And he goes, now be silent now. (laughs) Like 10 seconds in, Bobby goes, like right now. (laughs) He gives him another chance. And then you see his little eyes well up, and he goes, thanks, Dad. And then he has to take a big bite out of his meat stick. <laughs> but it's like oh. that downward camera angle, like he looks like a little puppy. He's like, oh, thanks, Dad. And then he's like, God damn it, Bobby. And he has to take a bite out of
1: it. Oh, uh, yeah. That was really Thanks, funny. Dad is so funny. Thanks, it's like a Dad. Fucking... I don't know, classic, like, Marx Brothers type It really was.
0: Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: just will not shut up. You
0: just can't shut up.
1: <laughs> uh. Oh, man. Um, and then, like, at the end of the scene, it fucking Dale moods them again, which is really funny. It's like the same animation. They just reuse the same drawing of yeah.
0: <laughs> But him scraping his butt on the branches is really funny.
1: It is. He's like, <laughs>
0: um,
1: Dale kind of shrieks sometimes in a funny way.
0: He yeah. Yeah. He gets like that. Like, uh, like, uh, falsetto. like crackly, uh, scream, you know,
1: he does, oh, you're really scared. um, so they get to the campsite and there's hippies and, uh, you know, we know yeah, they're, shoot.
0: they're they go out to the woods to go camp, because it's not like a campground, campground. Like it's not like they're going to a camp. Um, but they like set up and they're next to like some fish gathering or something, like some hippie, like festival camping thing. And like the first thing you hear is the ladies like, do not have The purplish-brown ecstasy, I repeat, do not. (laughs) Because that comes from Woodstock, right? There was like some bad acid or something.
1: The brown acid. The brown acid.
0: And then um, it's the red rope licorice in in Wayne's world. (laughs) 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 Do not eat the red rope licorice. Um, uh, But yeah, it's hippies. One of my favorite parts of this, when they're like battling the hippies in the... Um, in the woods, because like their camps keep like clashing up against each other. Um, well, I guess we should go back a little bit and talk about the bird, right?
1: Um, we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, put a pin in that. Um, when we roll up on the hippies, they are doing something political because the the woman who's like the main, you know, announcer or whatever that's doing all the speaking. Is saying, is it like an know, environmental? Protesting? I think it's Earth Day. You know what it is? It's, it's Earth, Earth Day.
0: Day. Yeah, because um, there's like park rangers and all sorts of stuff there. But like, yeah, I think so. I think it's like Earth Day or something.
1: They mentioned in the show now that I now that I think of it, uh, okay. it's Earth Day. And so she's talking about like some Earth Day projects, like oh, we recycled this and that or whatever. But at one point she goes, and we eliminated three hundred logging jobs, and everyone claps, which <laughs> I think is supposed to be a like a jab at the hippies you know like yeah. oh they're like destroying jobs or whatever they think yeah. it's like good to fuck up the economy or something i don't know <laughs> it's weird shit like that um this show man if you pay attention to like the weird offlines like that there's stuff like last time we recorded uh I, I i wrote down that dale mentioned something about like butros butros Jolly something and I was like yeah. that sounds like a reference Uh, whatever didn't really think about it after we recorded I looked it up and it's like this really obscure ambassador from like India or something Whoa, maybe was in the news in 1994 um, yeah they
0: put there's lots of little little stuff in there especially with Dale like he uh yeah if you think it's just something they like wrote in the script like it's usually some politician or like coup or something that he's like (laughs) talking about.
1: Yeah. He's like a, yeah, he's like the topical character. It's weird. Yeah. Um, That is
0: true of Dale. Like, that's how you kind of like know where they are, where you are in like the series. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Because otherwise
0: it's just like pop culture stuff. But Dale's the one that's always like slipping in that subversive shit.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Because he goes to black dot helicopter dot yeah, because he's on because he's
0: online
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um so dale and hank are talking about the the hippies that just passed they're like oh some kind of leftist hoot nanny or whatever uh, and then he hank says wait is it hank or dale one of them says that woman's bouncing around in it's front of and goes, <laughs> it's hank he goes
0: it's hank he goes and look at her she's bouncing around would it kill her to put a bra on and then both he and dale bounce their head and follow along watching her walk past would it kill her to put a bra on like what a fucking crazy thing for a dude to like you're that uptight and uh conservative you are like can that hippie woman cover her breasts we don't want to see those boobs bouncing around
1: crazy hank
0: is like so modest it's incredible
1: i know he's so he hates sex it scares him he hates
0: it but then also sometimes he's horny we've been talking about this (laughs) like he hates sex and hates bodies he hates body parts and like feelings and everything but then sometimes he's just a horny devil
1: that's how those people are in real life though. It's like the music they're... doesn't
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. it is. It's called yes, yeah, repressed. And then and then you have predators.
1: Yeah. But when they're Hank. but when you know Hank Williams is playing or whatever the fuck gets him horny. it gets like, him all
0: riled up. <laughs> totally cool. <laughs> Willie Nelson.
1: We'll get to Willie. Um so they're at the campsite and then Hank starts like just v- Putting, you know, headbands on and like paint and stuff. And he says, I am kicking elk. Uh, the silent, and he suspends the silent stick thing. There's a collective sigh. And then Hank says, <laughs> So he says, I'm kicking elk. Um, I, this, okay, the silent stick thing is over. You can talk now. And then as they're all like, whoo, all right, he goes, Shut up. <laughs> I, I'm talking here. <laughs> it's really funny. Um, like, he's immediately mad that he did it. <laughs> uh, and then he starts just making, he just starts improvising about the Wimetagne thing that they just, like, took from John Redcorn and went, yeah, sh- fuck it, what was wrong with that? Yeah. And so he gives this crazy speech where he's like, um, you know, we're here to honor the god we Uh And it's, like, starts to s- starts off sounding like, okay, maybe he's going to do some kind of, like, yeah he gets the big idea cuz cuz uh John Redcorn like he's going to get him... the
0: big picture or something
1: Well John Redcorn gave him like instructions like he gave him like a piece of paper with all this written out on it but he's just yeah. like, like filling his own shit in it so he's like we were it gives us clean drinking water and you know what also clean natural gas for cooking and stuff <laughs> and uh we should honor the earth because we paid our taxes we own it and for with liberty and justice for all he's just like he's putting in this like pledge of allegiance type shit
0: (laughs) he's just running this native american legend through his texas republican lens (laughs) like (laughs) we get the blessings from the spirits if uh we pay our taxes but not too many taxes
1: (laughs) 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 yeah it's pretty fucked up um then peggy another shot of peggy she's like pulling into some motel because she's driving oh, yeah. really far away well uh, i was gonna oh. say
0: it real quick i just love how we always see them winging it as parents oh yeah too like this is a good example of that like like even people that look like they have all of their shit together like that like have literally no idea how to like have an outing with their kids, <laughs> like, <and> they, <laughs> you know, like like they have to do all this shit and fuck it up real bad, and like <laughs> like it's just it's so funny. Like P- Hank and Peggy and Dale, Dale, I don't know how, what he's doing with uh, with his boy, but like you know they're they're just always winging it. I love it. Hank has that no idea good. how to be a father.
1: That is kind of true because it's weird because like Hank's whole identity is that he's like, r- you know, really good at all this stuff. But like, yeah, he's, like, and he has always... no clue
0: how to be a dad. Like, zero yeah,
1: and it's like it's specifically because his son isn't like who he wants his son yeah. to be.
0: Is a the complete opposite of him, like this outgoing, fun, loving, like artsy ki- kind of kid, you know, or something l- like that. And it's, he just has no clue what to do.
1: Yeah, because he would love it if his kid was, like, some weird little redneck kid that wants to shoot a rifle all the time. But yeah. He got Bobby Hill. But yeah, you got like, a
0: kid with emotions that loves prop comedy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then you see, like, it's funny, you see, like, flashbacks to him and his dad, and it's like, yeah, no, no one gets the, like, you were Bobby yeah, that's, to your dad.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Ugh, he'll never learn. Um. So Peggy's pulling into this hotel, and she gives this fake name, Gracia Ibanez. <laughs> for whatever reason, she's like got this pseudonym Gracias. that she uses for this thing, and she pronounces all all honky, you know, all gringo.
0: Mom at the restaurant style.
1: Uh huh. <laughs> I don't know if it's like really been established that she's a Spanish teacher yet, because she's yeah. like has it. It's
0: uh really- the substitute teacher part has been um, but I don't think they've stressed the Spanish teacher yet because that becomes like more of a joke later on and, di- and uh, I don't know if it's this season or later on but right now she's mainly known as like a, a substitute teacher of all subjects that's all they've touched on with the sex ed and all.
1: that's right okay because it'll make it'll be it's even funnier when she knows she's even Spanish funnier
0: teacher. when she's like really just a Spanish teacher all the time yeah because she's just- always speaking in Spanish in their terrible terrible butchered accent and pronunciations of everything
1: yeah um so at one point at camp they're talking about i don't know why it's like somebody brings up i think hank brings up this um this bill like they're doing another ritual thing and he's saying and we're against bill 347 which is uh, to allow south american natural gas to be sold in america or whatever <laughs> He's just still inserting his own weird shit into Wima
0: Yeah.
1: So then they finally go on the snipe hunt, which like, I feel like people know that's like a, that's a, that's a piece of folklore at this point. Everyone knows snipes aren't real and it's a joke. You bring somebody out into the woods and go, we're going snipe hunting and there's no such thing as a snipe, right?
0: I didn't. Really? No. Well, I, I just didn't know what it was. And then I watched the episode and I had to find out what it was.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe not everyone knows. I that. just I never heard of it. I might know this from this episode, but I feel like it's a thing you also saw. Like this plot kind of was used in other TV shows and stuff. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Going out and finding like the thing and then bringing back something different.
1: Yeah. Um. So they're like, okay, kids, go get, go hunt a snipe. Go and hunt. They, Send them into the woods, and they're like, "This will like this will be great. This is going to keep
0: them occupied. They're never going to find anything because there's nothing out there." And then,
1: (laughs) then immediately, Bobby kills something and then brings it back, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, I
0: got one." He comes out of the bushes with a bag, and he's like, "I got one, Dad," and it's a (laughs) fucking whooping crane.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then- An uh, endangered
0: whooping crane. And they're like, there's only five left. And Dale's like, well, four now. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like laying on the ground. It just falls on the bag lifeless like a beautiful whooping crane.
1: Yeah. uh, And then he gets really superstitious Is the next thing that happens to Dale, which is really funny. He's like- yeah. um, I can't tell if it's either that he's superstitious or he's like- Oh, we're gonna be tracked by the government now because we killed an endangered. I
0: PT. think it's both.
1: So he just starts trying to leave because I was thinking a lot about like uh, the albatross thing, you know, like um, uh-huh. rhyme of the ancient mariner. You kill an albatross and then you have to hang it around your neck because there's like yeah. people really superstitious about killing birds for some reason. Yeah, it's an old sailor thing. But I think, no, I he think also- yeah, I
0: think he's uh, paranoid about getting caught because there's park rangers around because of that festival. Like you see like them around, you know, and like they're you know. He knows what it is. He knows it's endangered, and he's spooked out. You know, like scared of it.
1: Right? But. Yeah. Uh, and so he's like, he's trying to get the keys to the car to take off, and they're like, you know, shut up, Dale. Like, don't give him to him. Uh, he came with Bill, and so Hank, who's just in charge of everyone for no discernible yeah. reason all the time, is like, he, Bill, always. take his fucking keys, you know. Um, and then <laughs> really funny thing is the the park ranger shows up. And they're all like, I didn't see anything. And then for some reason, Boomhauer just goes, he completely narks. He just goes, yeah, dang, I'll kill the you know, noob and crane over there, man. It's in the fucking sock." He tells the whole story, but he tells it in in Boomhauer language. And then the park ranger goes like, well, if you see anything, let me know. <laughs> yeah. he, he can't understand what he's saying because he's Cajun or whatever.
0: Well, maybe yeah, – maybe- Boomhauer doesn't know that they're, like, he just thinks it's a bird or something. He doesn't know it's endangered, so he's like, hey, we killed a bird. Like, he's just, like, he's not, like, necessarily narking, but, like, yeah, it is very funny that the park ranger just cannot understand anything he says anyway, so it doesn't <laughs> matter that he just spilled all the beans. <laughs> but then the hippies find out that there's the missing whooping crane,
1: right? True, yeah.
0: And they get really pissed.
1: Yeah, they throw hacky sacks at them. Yeah,
0: they weaponize. I have in all caps weaponized hacky sacks <laughs> <laughs> because it's like it's like thirteen of them. Like it's not like they had one hacky sack and kick it. Like they're running chasing after them and they throw a bunch and go like pop 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 <laughs> like a bunch of hacky sacks. They have a a little arsenal of hacky sacks and then they throw a disc golf. Disc at them
1: <laughs> with a disc off.
0: Yeah, they pelt them with hacky saxon and they hit them with the disc.
1: That's so funny. they're all like, I Whoa. love when they
0: make fun of hippies on this show. It's so good. It's like, I mean, I just love how Mike Judge makes fun of hippies.
1: Yeah, it's one of those things that, like, uh
0: it's just really accurate. Like, you know. That he's been to the Kerville folk festival a bunch of times. You know that Mike Judge like has been at fish concerts and ween shows and like all these things. Like he it's so funny and accurate to watch them like skewer hippies on the show. It's just really I love it.
1: Yeah, and it's like other shows didn't do it as well. I think his other shows were written by hippies, you know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> well and also like they're just they're um I think it's the ineffectual nature of people sometimes that gets left out like they actually seem like something to like contend with but like those like the people at this earth day celebration aren't going to do anything they're weaponizing hacky sacks like you know what I mean like they will like if if it comes comes down to it like they probably wouldn't actually like defend the bird or stand up for anything um, like they're just there to like do nitrous, you know, and yeah. hang out. Um, but I That's just true. I think it's you know, but I just think it's really funny.
1: That's true, because everyone they're running from the like the state troopers. They're running from the hippies. The hippies are just yeah. happening.
0: Yeah, they're not yeah. The hippies aren't gonna do it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they would just kick their asses. Um <laughs> When the when the park ranger is is this still there though, and he's like still talking to them, something really funny happens, which is they have um, for some reason they've like stripped Dale to his underwear and then like tied him up, and the fucking park ranger just looks over and sees him, and he just goes, "Ah, the old straight arrow thing it hasn't changed since I was a kid." <laughs> like, <laughs> really That's odd
0: funny. tradition.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Hank or Dale is just in his underwear, his tidy whiteies for the rest of the episode, which is really funny. not even that a temp- happens a
0: lot in this show. Dale with the, his orange hat and just his underwear.
1: He keeps the hat on when he's naked. Yeah, he keeps the funny. hat
0: on. <laughs> That's a very Texas thing.
1: <laughs> Keep yeah. your
0: don't take the hat off. <laughs> Especially if you're a little bald, which Dale is. He's just got his side hair.
1: Yeah, he's got the horseshoe.
0: Yeah, the hor wh- the fryer took.
1: Yeah. Uh, B plot. Peggy finally makes it to where she's going, which she drove all she drove all the way to Lubbock, which I guess is a fucking two day drive. Uh, this universe, <laughs> wherever the hell Arlen is. And- well, it's,
0: it's Garland in Arlington, so it's supposed to be in like the DFW area. So that's probably to Lubbock. That's I don't know, like five, four or five hours still
1: sure lubbock Probably is up a in the fucking pan it's up in the panhandle
0: right? that's still got to be because it's like it's like nine or ten hours from here so fucking big
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. texas
0: is stupid Fuck. <laughs> just thinking about that i was like ah lee that t- <laughs> it takes a whole goddamn day to get out of here
1: that's the part where you're like you're basically in oklahoma but oklahoma yeah. does that weird thing where it cuts that, off a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's got its it's uh the hat brim, Texas's hat.
1: <laughs> it's,
0: it's a baseball cap and that's the brim <laughs> that goes over the terrible terrible panty.
1: I saw a meme recently of someone like isolated that little sliver. Oh, did say what
0: goes on in here. Yeah. <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> yeah. I like that one too. Oh, memes they connect us all. Oh, yeah. We've all seen all of them.
1: <laughs> I know it's crazy
0: I love it <laughs> <laughs> what goes on in there what does go on in that little sliver of Oklahoma
1: I don't know is there like a town in there or is it just like we did, empty?
0: did we go to Oklahoma on tour we went to OKC right
1: went to OKC we saw Cameron Buckholtz.
0: yeah and we did that weird theater yeah <laughs> that was tight
1: with that kid Chandler LaRone, that was like I was addicted to opiates now yeah, I'm he,
0: he lives here now Oh, nice. Yeah, I see him around.
1: What's up? Around
0: 6th Street. (laughs) (laughs) That's Randy Newman, everybody. (laughs) I love L.A. 6th Street. Um, 6th Street. Which is funny because all those L.A. people came to 6th
1: Street. (laughs) They did.
0: I love L.A. Whoa, Randy Newman predicted Joe Rogan. (laughs) That's
1: crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh the
0: episode (laughs)
1: Uh, little, uh Bobby is like um do like he has the bird and he's hanging him out the window and going like taste. Oh the my wind god, it's again. so
0: funny. Yeah, because they, they have to bury it, they have to get rid of it. So they like finally get back into the car and sneak away from everybody and they're packed up and they're all like slumped down in the car trying to drive away to go bury it. And <laughs> Hank goes, What's that flapping noise? And you look, and Bobby has the dead bird like and its feathers are all matted and he's like fly one more time in this wind spirit and he's like damn it Bobby put it back inside <laughs> but he has him like they're trying to sneak away and he's holding it out the wind. <laughs> <laughs> a giant dead bird oh, Bobby is so innocent <laughs> and dumb
1: you do a really good Bobby impression and
0: me? Thank yeah you. I'm it a makes, voice actor for hire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it makes sense because Bobby is played by a, a woman comedian, yeah. Pamela Adlon.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bobby, it's a good, it's a real easy one. You just uh, get a little gravelly in the back of your throat. So if you're a girl or or anyone with a high-pitched voice like me, just do a. Take it to the back of your throat and do it gravelly just a little bit. And that's all you got to (laughs) do.
1: Just rasp it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Women (laughs) Tanya. one more time, spirit. <laughs> he's like, but he's like not even, I wish they had had him fl- like flap the bird wings. <laughs> but I think it's funnier because he just looks like like when you have a wet t-shirt on the beach and you, you're lucky enough to maybe ride in the back of a truck or something and you're holding your t-shirt out to dry it. Like that's what it, the bird looked like. Like he was just holding it against the wind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so they get to like some random like it's spot like a ditch away from the hippies, and then Hank has this weird idea to stuff the bird in a sewer pipe, which I think is odd. But-
0: yeah, and it's not very Hank Hill of him. It's not very like efficient and like done the right way. You know what I mean? Like, and I think it's because he's panicking or something. I don't know, but like, I Hank Hill seems like someone who digs a hole and buries a dead thing.
1: Yeah, I guess they're in a rush because the, the park ranger said that all those birds are tagged. The reason he showed up to the campsite is he's like, they're tagged, which means he's in 10 Yeah, because there's only
0: five here. left. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so he's like, it has to be 10 yards from here. And they're all like, oh shit, he's onto us. They had it hidden in a cooler. They realize when they open the cooler, it's gone. That's because Bobby took it to yeah. do weird wee bit shit with it. <laughs> uh, um, uh, but that, yeah, they
0: like, dig a shallow little hole and then bury it uh or like they're gonna bury it um and then he like drops it into the pond like they're like at a ditch like with like a little pond or something and then it wakes up
1: it wakes up and the park ranger has shown up but then he goes oh well I, they're like are we really arrested a- he goes it's not illegal to knock a bur- like a whooping crane unconscious. A whooping crane
0: unconscious.
1: It's probably not good for it though.
0: Yeah, and then it just <laughs> flies away. They get away with it, but it was <laughs> unconscious for a, a t- like twenty four hours.
1: Yeah, no, it's got to be totally fucked up. Yeah. And I guess the main thing going on here is that like Hank has been trying to yell at Bobby and go like the Wimattania thing is fake. It's just for you guys to have a good time. You need to stop like pretending like the you know the the ritual thing is real because we're in a serious situation and he's just fully like immersed in he's like a step behind because at the beginning of the episode he couldn't get the silent stick down and stuff, and now he's like he won't get out of the game that fucking Yeah, Hank he's super
0: invested do. in Wimitanya now.
1: Yeah, because yeah. he thinks he had a weird ritual experience. And so like yeah. basically the, the last thing I wrote down is that he... he He's, like, just waving around and stuff, and he says to Hank, he says, I'm a shaman. He's <laughs> <Just> cool.
0: <laughs> I'm a shaman.
1: Yeah. End That's credits. Cute. And the last thing we see is that... Uh, Peggy. Over the credits, Peggy is welcoming everyone home. She's scratching the one off of a size 16 shoe. So yeah. i
0: love the shoe salesman when she's getting the shoes Um, oh
1: yeah carlos when she's like
0: yeah she's like buying these like her big size 16 shoes but he goes i've got a pair of italian fake crocodile with your name on it (laughs) like what a what a fucking do italian fake crocodile (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's so <laughs> yeah the
1: place that. she goes to is called like lubbock's big feet or something like that lubbock's big shoes just yeah. to go all, all the way to this obscure town because they're the only people that make that's shoes. really funny
0: because it's just like hairspray we were just talking about hairspray tracy turnblatt has to go to this to the the big and tall store outside or like in town and like he becomes the big sponsor of the tv show and everything <laughs> So, yeah, like, Peggy has to go to a special store for her shoes, too.
1: Totally. And it's really weird because, like, wouldn't people know that you have big feet? It's, like, odd that you it's... You can't
0: hide that. Hers. Yeah, you can't... Like, also, a size 6 in women's is fucking small. I wear a size 8 or seven and a half, and, like, my feet look pretty small when I look at them. <laughs> you know? They're not, they're not pretty... They're not big. Size 6 is pretty small. Size 6 in men... Is a size eight in women's, so you know, but Whoa. yeah, but from sixteen to six is uh, a <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> one's gonna believe you, Peggy.
1: <laughs> sixteen is huge. I wear like yeah. a like a ten and a half, eleven in men's, so that would be like yeah. Peggy's feet are bigger than mine.
0: My cousin and my sister had had pretty. Big feet, my uh, cousin Kate and sister Claire. And uh my brother used to make fun of them and tell them that they should just get the boxes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it just always made me laugh.
1: It's <laughs> <That's>
0: funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, you should just keep wear the box. <laughs> I was like, wow, what a good brand.
1: That is pretty funny. All right, well, that's all I got for uh uh, the, what is it, Order of the Straight Arrow? Order Man, of the Straight a, Arrow. Pretty funny. My favorite part's Dale's ass.
0: Dale's ass getting scraped up against the stuff?
1: Yeah, and him mooding. It's just drawn really funny. Yeah.
0: mine. Mine's Bobby saying Wimitanye 50 million times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh.
0: And also the John Redcord line is really, really good. Yeah, taking care of his wife. It's just super. It was just really well timed. It made me laugh a lot.
1: <laughs> There's a fuck. There was another funny line about Dale being in his underwear at the end of the episode. And I, I don't think I wrote it down. This show is so joke dense. Like in order it's to take notes, dense. you have to write down the entire episode. It's fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, I'm doing like uh like two to three watch throughs, like with just for the notes. You know. Yeah
1: yeah you, I guess we're gonna kind of have to do that because it's like that it's a lot and I, yeah
0: like i i th- I need like uh I don't know I wish I could I wish I had a way to like organize all like quotes and references and all that stuff like I'm just gonna have to start uh organizing it better because it's yeah it's it is very dense the jokes per minute are like pretty impressive.
1: It's crazy, yeah. I think we'll figure it out method. Yeah. Um. I don't want to miss stuff like utro butros, boutros jolly, jolly anymore because there's some weird deep dives in here and shit or deep cuts rather. But uh, yeah, because
0: I want to start like we, you know, working through the. Oh, should we stop recording now or no?
1: Uh. Well, this is. Well, this is it. Well, this will be the end of the episode. Um, this will be
0: the end. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's it. Thank. Thank you, fucker.
0: <laughs> we can. Hey, Jake. Thank you, fuck.
1: For- <laughs>